You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, gang. Welcome back to Out of Bounds. I'm Phil, as always. I'm joined by my main man, Kyle. Kyle, what's going on? Uh, the Phillies are three outs away from getting uh, no hit in the in, in the game tonight, game four. Uh, it hasn't been pretty. It hasn't been a pretty one. Uh, game kind of got away from them a little bit. It's it's a it's a somber somber night here for me. Yeah, you may actually, uh, if you're tuned into the show, you may have actually heard the new intro music. Um, you know, it, it could go a couple different ways here. We, you know, a Phillies loss. Kyle's last show is a bachelor. Uh, he's getting married on Friday, so my sympathies, my friend. Um, you had a good run. Yeah, it's all it's all way downhill from here. Yeah, man. I mean, it's a Friday wedding, you know, which automatically just mutilates my weekend. You know, I've got the the odds checker articles I got to get out. We got a you know a, a truck uh, practice session. Got two races on Saturday. We're going to crown some some champions, and then the the Cup Series finale, the championship, is on Sunday. We've got a full NFL slate. I mean, you should have just got married on a Wednesday. In the summer. Yeah. Um, so a couple things with that. One, I do what the fuck I want. Um, two, uh, I'm not the NASCAR guy, so none of that really bothers me. Oh, um, well, I mean, that's a pretty good point. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very selfish individual. So, um, you know, if it doesn't affect me, in my mind, it just isn't even real. So, um, and another thing is, is, is this, this wedding's actually been planned two years in advance um mm-hmm. so it wasn't like i knew game six was going to be on or that the finale was coming on in nascar or you know any of that so i actually took friday because i was like okay no college football on saturday and um no nfl on sunday so friday's perfect gotcha so you just inadvertently fucked up um my weekend <clears throat> yeah yeah but i mean realistically you'll be all right yeah, yeah, I'm going to battle through. I've got, um, you know, the YouTube TV app on my phone so we can watch Game 6 together at your wedding. And, um, 
you know, we'll, we'll just try and make the best of it. You know, yeah, I'm expecting, drunk. yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting frequent trips to the uh, to to the groomsman room where the, the lounge, if you yeah. will. Perfect. Yeah. Well, listen, let's talk about something you know more exciting than your impending marriage. We had a pretty good week last week in the NFL, my friend. You, sir. I mean, you were the shining star. You were up four units, $199.50. And that brought your yearly total. You're you're almost there, buddy. One more week like that, you're down 3.71 units, which equates to $185.39. But you cut that in half. I mean, that that's a great week. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you when once you went back in the green, you kind of challenged me there. So I had a had to tighten up a little bit. So. Yeah, I mean, you had a really nice hit on the uh, the Broncos money line. Um, you also hammered the Tennessee money line with me, so that was a that was a nice uh, nice hit for both of us. Oh, and yeah. then you 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 double dipped on the Browns over the Bengals. You took them on the uh, on the money line as well as the spread. So you had a pretty nice week, man. Yeah, yeah, thank you. It uh, it felt good, and I mean, I you know I went through all the picks. You know, I, I don't think you did too shabby either. Yeah, no, I, 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 uh, not as good as you. I was up sixty three dollars and forty four cents, which is just a little bit over a unit. So that brings my yearly total to up sixty seven dollars and sixty four cents. I am plus one point three five units, so not too terrible. We're in the green. We stayed there, and uh, hopefully, we chip away as a as a squad a little bit more here uh, during this week. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's pretty incredible, honestly, where we are by betting the board every single week. You know what I mean? It's a very difficult thing to do, especially with a season like this where there's no there's no real clear-cut winners. There's no, you know, there's a few of the teams at the top. You probably got the Bills, um, you know, the, the Birds, the the Chiefs. And then other than that, it's a fucking dumpster fire. I mean, the Jets look like a top six, seven team. Um, the Broncos look like shit. The, the Chargers can't win a fucking game. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's just shit everywhere. And it's, 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 it's been a difficult year to kind of, uh, figure out how each game is going to go. It's, it's, you know, a team looks great defensively one week and then the next week they get, you know, torched for 40 points. So it's been a, it's been a really weird year. So I think the fact that we are where we are is, is actually, you know, pretty fucking good if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to stick up another convenience store yet. I mean, we're halfway through the season, and we still have our original bankrolls mostly intact. Um, you know, so maybe the next time we we go into a Wawa or a Cumberland Farms, Circle K or a Sheets, whatever's near you, um, you know, maybe we'll just buy what we go in for instead of sticking the place up. The old Piggly Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly, the moo yeah. cow, if you will. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Let's uh let's talk about this Thursday night game. This one might be of particular interest to you. It's the Birds. They're huge, huge favorites heading down to Houston. I'm um, seeing uh, 14 points. We're 13 and a half in some shops. Man, um, <laughs> I don't I don't know what to do with this game, man. Maybe you can shed some light on it. Well, it's tough, right? Because you're giving up two touchdowns. Um, it's just. It's such a crazy, crazy amount. Um, the issue here is that you watch the Eagles play and you you see what they can do. Um, they're they're probably a top five defensive unit, and probably a top five offensive unit. Um, 
and that's with the struggles in the second half. You know, I mean, you look at their their past wins. You know, by eight, by three, by nine, by and then they played Pitt last week, where they you know they won by twenty two. It's a it's hard, you know what I mean. They but they seem to really beat down on these teams that are um, that are just really subpar. And I think the Texans really are subpar. I, I Philly, I, I definitely think they're going to win here. Um, this might even be, it might be nice to to throw though if you, if you can get teaser action and and add some points to this you know thirteen and a half or fourteen that you're going to get with the Texans. Take it up to about twenty. I think that might be really nice. Um, but as of now, I'm just going to throw a half unit. On the birds minus the thirteen and a half, they they just seem to beat up on teams like this. And I know, you know, Jordan Davis going out might hurt the run defense a little bit, but you know, Pierce doesn't scare me to that level. Um, I think that they're going to be comfortable. The Eagles are going to be comfortable bringing a safety up and stacking that box if they need to. And kind of letting Slay and Bradbury kind of do their their thing. I mean, Brandon Cooks is pissed. You know, he threw out that tweet. I I don't think he's happy where he is. That could look bad. Davis Mills has just been flailing, falling downwards. Um, I just don't see it. So, a little half unit on the birds here. You know, minus thirteen and a half. And let's hope they just destroy on Thursday. Yeah, I don't think there's any other way to play this game. Um, I wouldn't even be interested in the teaser with the Texans. I, I, I mean, this this Texans team, they showed last week that they cannot stop the run, and the Eagles are particularly good on the ground. So I'm with you. I'm doing a half unit on Philly minus 13 and a half. I don't like it. What I do like more uh, would be Brandon Cooks under receiving yards. I think that could be 60 and a half in some shops. I like Jalen Hurts over his rushing yards, which I saw for 41 and a half earlier today. I like Miles over his yards. Um, heard uh, our boy John Highslop talking about Miles uh, props this week and couldn't agree more. I mean, th- this Houston team cannot stop the run. I think the Eagles, they, they, why even pass the ball? You know, Houston is so bad. So I like Philly, you know, on, on the, the spread line here, minus 13 and a half, but I like those props a whole lot more. Oh, yeah. Cool. Let's move on to Sunday, and we get 1 o'clock Kirk, minus 3.5, visiting Washington and the the hard-out commanders. Uh, Taylor Heineke is balling with house money. Uh, We've got the total at 43.5. You can have the Vikings on the money line uh, at $1.72, or you can grab the commanders, plus 158. How are you looking to play this game? I mean, we we love – we love Kirky at one o'clock, um, but man, Heineke's tough, right? Mm-hmm. That kid's a that kid's a, a tough player. Um, I'm honestly, I don't know. I, I know that he's playing well, but I don't know if I believe he keeps the job when Carson comes back. I know that you're a Carson hater, but I don't. I, I still don't believe that Heineke was the guy. He played like this last year, you know what I mean? And if you think about it, the last couple games, I mean, he beat Green Bay. 23-21, they're, they're atrocious. They've been bad. And Indianapolis, who, you know, started Ellinger, you know, they sat Matt Ryan. They're missing pieces still. I, I just – I don't believe in it. Um, 
I actually feel really comfortable here with uh, with the one a.m. or the, I'm sorry, the one p.m. Kirk Cousins. I feel comfortable giving the spread up at three and a half. I think the Vikings. I haven't been on them a lot this year, uh, but you know, and and they are three and four against the spread. But I think I think they kind of even up this week, uh, and I'm I'm going to take one one o'clock Kirk minus a three and a half for a unit. I like it. I think uh, I think I'm going to join you. I'm just going to be playing it on the money line because uh, Heineke is annoying, man. I mean, he just won't go away. Frank Reich lost that game more than more than the uh, Commanders won it last week. When you have fourth and inches, fourth and ball game, and instead you punt it, you know, gave it right back to the to the Commanders, and they they jammed it down your throat and won the game. So I, I hate it. I I hate being a Colts fan, but even more so, I I think that was more of the Colts losing rather than the the. Uh, commanders winning. So I'm, I'm a bigger believer in the, in one o'clock Kirk and the Minnesota Vikings. I, I really like their, uh, their moves that they pulled during the week here at the trade deadline. And I like this team. I liked it before, you know, the moves. So I'm going to put two units, uh flat bet on Minnesota minus 172 to win over a, a little over a unit there. Uh, next up Carolina Panthers. Seven and a half point road dogs heading to Cincinnati. The total is 42 and a half. You can have the Panthers at plus almost three dollars, plus 280 in some shops, or you'd have to lay 325 with the Bengals. What are you doing? Um, you know, it, it's kind of crazy here. I, I don't, it, it's, it's fun watching this Carolina Panthers team. We hated them early on, they get rid of, uh, you know, they, they get Chris rid McCaffrey, of uh, sure. Christian McCaffrey and, and all of a sudden, you know, they go out and they beat the shit out of Tampa Bay and then they should have beat Atlanta too. Um, if DJ Moore wasn't acting like an asshole. Then, yeah, what an idiot. Yeah, then they win that game. I think seven is too much here. I, I don't like giving that much, but I just – I still don't believe in the Panthers. They're a fun team to watch, but this this little momentum thing is gonna is gonna end pretty quick. This little we don't need C Mac momentum bullshit is gonna end pretty quick. Um, I just I'm not in love with them. I think I'm just gonna go a half unit here on the Bengals. It just seems like the Bengals are gonna get back into form after. I know it's a little bit of a shorter week, but. The Bengals, the Bengals get back into form here. That was a weird game against, you know, a divisional rival in the Browns. It was a, you know, it's the Ohio game, and you know, they did not play well. It's been difficult for them with not having Jamar Chase on the field. That was the real big difference maker, I think, for me. I mean, the offense was stagnant. I mean, they were down eleven nothing at halftime. They just did not look like the dynamic Bengals that we saw in the previous few weeks that, that made us think that they were, you know, heading back towards that elite status. I, I, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. I, I, I think with that being said though, they really kind of figure some stuff out this week. Um, I think we're going to see a few trick plays from them. I think we're going to see a couple things. Hopefully it's not anything like that. Amari Cooper trick play where he just threw it directly at the defender. Yeah. But, maybe uh, they don't let him throw anymore. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. They didn't even let him throw in college. I don't know yeah. why they thought that was a good idea. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think we kind of see them get back. So, a half unit on the Bengals here, minus seven. Uh, it is – there are no sevens on the board. It is 
seven and a half. Are you still still good with it there? Yeah, I, I am. I, for a half unit, yeah, I, I I I feel comfortable enough. Okay. I am doing a half unit as well, uh, mostly because I, I hate this game. I hate that hook. Uh, but since he's the only way I can see it going, um, I think, you know, if Jamar, you know, since he's not playing, you know, for the next few weeks, they have to get a game plan together. So I'm sure that was priority number one in the Bengals locker room this week was figure out how to get, you know, um, Taj Boyd the ball, um, figure out how to get T. Higgins the ball and and work Joe Mixon into that passing game. Um, you know, because he really couldn't get going on the ground. The offensive line looks like shit. So since he's the only way to play it, but I don't like it. So half unit since he minus seven and a half. Next up, big time mover here. We've got the Bills, 12 and a half point road favorites heading to the Meadowlands to take on the New York football Jets. The total 47. The Bills are a $5.90 favorite. Five dollar and ninety cent favorite on the money line. You can have the Jets at plus four seventy five. What are you thinking here? Um, I, I just want to. I'm 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 putting a unit on the Jets here plus twelve and a half. Okay. Um, I, I don't. I here's here's what I don't understand here. Right, the Jets have a legitimate defense. Um, they've been a pretty good team. I know they just lost to New England. Kind of a weird game. I don't. I know that everybody's kind of bullish on the Bills, and they're a very good team. They're a very good offense. I know they're missing a few spots on defense, but I just want to give you their last five games. Um, they beat Green Bay twenty-seven seventeen. They beat Kansas City twenty-four twenty. They beat the shit out of Pittsburgh thirty-eight to three. But I mean, that was ugly. Yeah. Baltimore they beat twenty-three twenty, and they lost to Miami twenty-one nineteen. Baltimore has kind of come around to being a mediocre team. Pitt is without TJ Watt is just a watch. I mean, they're getting trounced by everybody defensively. Kansas City, that's a that's a good win. Uh, Green Bay has been kind of a mediocre team. Dumpster and, fire. Yeah, and and Miami they lost to. Um, I I don't I don't understand why it's so much. I think it's entirely too much. Uh, I went into this game looking at the Jets to maybe somehow win this game. So looking at 12 and a half, I think it's crazy. So I'm going to go a unit here on the 12 and a half spread, but I'm also going to put a a quarter of a unit on the money line for the Jets because I I really think that they have a a chance here. I know Zach Wilson is Zach Wilson, but I I just – it, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I, maybe you can, you know, fix me here and, and explain to me why. I mean, I know, I know Brees Hall's out, but I think, you know, James Robinson's going to come in and, and play a little bit more understanding of the, of the playbook here this week and, and be able to play a little bit. Jets can maybe keep up with their, with their running game a little bit. And it's not going to be the same as Brees Hall, but I just don't, I don't understand this. I mean, the the Jets have had a very, very difficult defense this year. Yeah, I'm no, I'm not in the business of talking you out of anything, buddy. I'm on the Jets as well, plus twelve and a half. And you know, we we say that uh, Robinson could be more of a difference maker in week two, and I am not comparing him to to McCaffrey. But we saw how McCaffrey exploded in his second week in that 49ers offense. Again, not saying to expect the same results. 
but a week does make a huge difference in the NFL. So I really like the Jets here, plus the 12 and a half. They play good defense. It's a good young team. I think they're they're you know too young to know that they should get their the you know the shit beat out of them by the Buffalo Bills. I think they just don't understand it, and that's good, you know. So uh, this team is gonna gonna hang around. It's definitely gonna stay within the number. I think it's a ten point game. So I'm with you, buddy. Good. Uh, yep. Next up, we've got the Colts as five and a half point road dogs heading to Foxborough and the New England Patriots. The total is 39 and a half, so this should be a snoozer. You can have the Colts on the money line plus 210 or the Pats minus 225. What are you doing? Uh, this is going to be a little bit – I mean, you might actually like it, but um, I'm going to go a half unit on the Colts money line here. Ooh. Um, I don't believe in the Patriots – I don't believe in what they do. I haven't all year. Uh, the Colts are a weird team to kind of watch this year. There's games that they go out there and they look fantastic. There's games that they go out there and you go, what the fuck are you doing? Um, I I think that they're, I mean, they lost to Tennessee. They beat Denver, beat Jacksonville, lost to Tennessee, lost to Washington. Um the Patriots are kind of all over the place as well. I mean, they've they've played better defense as of late, but they just got trounced by the Bears two weeks ago, barely beat the Jets, and that was you know on some bad play by the Jets. I, I don't, I still don't believe in them. I, I I just don't get it. Um, I actually like the Colts in this one. I I, I think it's you know Patriots are coming off of a kind of a big win there. Um, you know, I I just don't. I mean that that that's a big divisional win, mm-hmm. you know, for 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 New England there, and it kind of keeps them in that line of maybe making something happen. I mean, we're we're only halfway through the season here. You know what I mean? Anything can happen. Josh Allen can go down, you know, sure, get hurt, get hurt this week, and then this division's wide open. You know what I mean? You got yep. the Jets five and three, Miami five and three with Tua back, and New England who's now sitting at four and four. Um, so I, I, there's still stuff to play for, but I think that, you know, the Colts coming in is, is a, just a different kind of game. I think first of all, five and a half is way too much. I, I, you know, if you don't feel comfortable taking the money line, I think the five and a half is definitely the way to go, but I, I, this is my upset for the week. So half unit on, on the Colts money line. I'm taking the Patriots minus five and a half. I don't see any situation where Frank Reich can put together a game plan and out out coach Bill Belichick. I think Belichick is going to dial up everything right on Sunday and just put the Colts out of their misery. Sam Ellinger, I mean, he's a he's a young guy, so uh, Belichick really really has the upper hand in you know putting together a package to confuse a rookie quarterback. Um, it doesn't even matter who's who's taking snaps for the Patriots. I don't care if it's Mac Jones or or Bailey Zappi, even though I wish it was Zappi. I love that guy. Um, but I just think the Patriots are going to get this done and, and and just, you know, so I can stop thinking the Colts are relevant. So this is a, a reverse homer bet. Uh, tread lightly. Don't tell me. But I I'm just fucking hate the Colts, man. This is this is a big old middle finger 
at the uh, at the Indy Crew. Next up, we've got the Las Vegas Raiders, fresh off a shutout, and they're one and a half point road favorites heading down to Jacksonville. The total is forty eight. You can have the Raiders on the money line minus 118, or you can grab the Jags at plus 110. What are you doing? Well, everybody and their fucking grandmother is waiting for Las Vegas to take off. Everybody. Including you um, and me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I'm sitting back and going, how the fuck is this team 2-5? and five? Um, You look at the point differential, and they're minus 9. They've only given up 9 more points than they've scored, but they're 2-5. and five. Um, it, it's just, it's kind of crazy. This division isn't that great. Um, you know, they're not out of it yet by any means. Uh, they should have beaten Kansas city a couple weeks ago. They've, they'd probably be in a much better situation. I just don't think it happens again. Um, if there's a team that I feel is completely sliding out of, out of, you know, contention, it's this Jaguars team. Mm-hmm. Um, they looked great until that Eagles game. They lost that game in the in the rain, and now it's as if they forget how to play football. Since that game, they they lost to Houston, they lost to Indianapolis, they lost to the Giants, they lost to Denver. I think that this team is just go just flailing. They don't know what's going on. Doug Peterson can't fix it. Um, trading for Calvin Ridley is fantastic if he was able to fucking play. So. That does nothing for me. I, I just don't I don't think it's enough. And I, I'm gonna go ahead and put a unit on the uh money line here for the Oakland Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders. Sorry. That yeah, was a, a homage to you. You're doing some of my stuff over there. <laughs> I too should have left. What's that? They never should have left. You're I, I agree. But I'm, I'm on the Raiders as well for two units on the money line. Minus 118. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence sucks. And, uh, <laughs> boy, he's he's been looking really, really bad. This Raiders team, man, how surprising was that last week? I, I just still can't wrap my head around the old goose egg with all the weapons that they have. Um, you know, and I, now I, I have to sit Hunter uh, Renfro on my fantasy team. He uh, he did not do much for me in, in our league. So that, that might be the end of him. But, um, boy, they they just they got to kick it in the gear. You know, you have to lean on Josh Jacobs. You have to get the ball to Devontae Adams. I don't think they ran a play over the 50-yard line until the fourth quarter, for you know, against the Saints. That can't yeah. happen again. They're 2-5. and five. It's go time. Every game is a playoff game from here on out. These guys have to win. Yep. Give me the, the two units on the Raiders' money line, minus 118. Yeah, we we talked about the Raiders last week, and I mean, to to your point, the key for them was Josh get Josh Jacobs the ball. He has to have at least twenty rushes in the game, and last week he had ten. And I know they were down, but realistically, they were they were down seventeen at half, seven nothing after the first quarter. I mean, even down seventeen, you need to get this guy the football because yeah, I mean it, it opens up the play action. It opens yeah. up. Uh, Waller and Devontae Adams and Renfro underneath. I mean, you have weapons, but you have to stick to a game plan. Yes, yes. So hopefully uh, they realize that this week and they're able to stick with that. So, yeah, cool. So we're both on the Raiders. We've got some liability there. We're going to be going to be sporting the old black and silver on Sunday. (laughs) 
Next up, we've got the Dolphins, five-point road favorites heading to Chicago and Soldier Field taking on Justin Fields and the Bears. Uh, the total is 45 and a half. The Dolphins, minus 215 on the money line. The Bears are plus 185. Also of note, the Bears traded away two big defensive pieces in the last two weeks. Roquan Smith and your boys an Eagle now, which is pretty cool. Uh, yes. The Dolphins added uh, a piece as well. So this is an interesting handicap. How do you see it playing out? Um, It, it kind of sucks that the Bears traded those guys away because it was a little bit fun of what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, they were starting to score a little bit. They were starting to play deep. I mean, I know Dallas just fucking ranched them, which I knew was going to happen. I just, I watch it every year. I watch Dak beat up on bad teams. Um, Last week, you believe that they weren't that bad of a team. I am here to tell you that they are not a good team. Uh, they had some fun, but they're not a good team. The Dolphins, however, with Tua Tagovailoa, are a good team. And they just don't lose when he's in there. He's, he's going to make I us know. eat our damn words. I, I know. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put two units on the uh, on the money line here for the Miami Dolphins because I don't think there's any way they lose this game. Uh, I know that Fields has looked better, and they're kind of figuring some stuff out. Um, I know they did trade for Chase Claypool, which might actually be fun, but I don't think it's fun week one. Uh, I don't think Fields is good enough to integrate him into that offense. Basically, you know, like a, like a, a a franchise quarterback would, like like Rogers would be able to get him in there, or you know, Brady would be able to get him in there, something like that. And I think. Over the next two weeks or so, Claypool's going to be a really nice option for the Bears and anybody in fantasy who was able to pick him up, but not this week. I think that there's a lot of growing pains. I think they really miss Roquan after you know this week, and uh, I think they really miss Quinn as well. Uh, he was double-teamed more than anybody in, on the field this year. I think they're really going to miss some of these pieces. I, I don't see them really getting after the quarterback. This one could be a blowout, um, but I'm on uh, – Two units here on the Dolphins' money line. Yeah, I mean, I, I hate to say it. I mean, the Bears were my darling uh, for a few weeks there. I love Justin Fields. And, you know, to be fair, he is developing. And, um, yeah. you know, he's got nothing around him, and he's had no weapons all year. Chase Claypool is a weapon. Um, so, you know, maybe that top all – Top three receiver in the league. According to Chase Claypool, yes, they, he is a top three <laughs> receiver in the league. He is a top one receiver on this team, so that's that's good. Um, they still can run the ball. I still like Justin Fields' carries over, yards over, anytime touchdown uh, for props in this game. But as far as the side goes, I, I think I think you're right. I think the Dolphins are the only way to look. So I'm going to be playing a half unit on uh, the Dolphins here. I, I don't like it. I will not be playing this in real life, uh, but on the show here, uh, we'll be playing the Dolphins minus five, but I will be playing the Justin Fields props in real life for sure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Next up, we've got the Green Bay Packers. Uh, They are three and a half or four point road favorites heading to Detroit Rock City. The total 49 and a half. You can have the Packers at a discounted minus 175 on the money line, or you can have the Lions plus 162. Yeah, I um, this is a tough game for me because I I feel like I my heart wants to go with the Detroit Lions, but I just don't I just don't know I just don't I feel like I can never trust them, and I feel like Rodgers he's got to beat somebody here. I mean they've lost four in a row. I, I mean, could this be the game that kind of gets them back on track? I mean, they're in a real rough spot trying to catch Minnesota here, but could they – I mean, the rest of the NFC, you can limp in in one of these playoff spots. I mean, it's certainly not over yet. I, I mean, there's got to be a game, right, where it gets back on track? You would think. I think, I think this could be it. Um, I'm going to go a unit here on the pack, minus, minus the, the three and a half. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I see the the Packers winning. I don't think it's going to be pretty. Uh, I still think there's a lot of issues in Cheesehead Land. Um, I do feel comfortable taking Rogers on the money line here. So I'm going to do two flat units on the Packers minus 175 to win just a little bit over one unit, and hope that that one comes home. I uh, certainly can't bet on Jared Goff. Um, Swift, I believe has been held out of practice so far this week. So without him in there, I, I'm not even going to think twice about it. Just taking the Packers money line and, and, you know, set it and forget it. Uh, next up, we've got the chargers three point favorites heading down to Atlanta. The total is 49. You can have the chargers on the money line minus 165, or you can have the Falcons plus 145. What will it be? Uh, this is a game where I I look at it and I go, okay, this is a good game for the Chargers. Falcons had a tough loss last week, or uh, the, uh, you know they they had a hard fought win last week. It, you know it's going to take a lot out of them. Um, it's very emotional, but I think this is one of those games where the Chargers charger it up. Okay, the Chargers are a game out of first place. In that division, uh, the Chiefs are sitting at five and two. The Chargers are four and three. I think this is the game where they just charge it up. Um, I'm on, I'm on the the Falcons here for a half unit on the money line. Okay, I'm expecting an Atlanta Falcons win here. I love the Falcons, man. And They're our, fun, our, man. Yeah, man. Uh, Mariota looks good. They're annoying as hell on offense. Uh, I don't even know if they have a wide receiver, um, you know, besides Drake London. Yeah. Besides Drake London, uh, Kyle Pitts. I mean, this, this team has a lot of weapons and um, you know, they're just, they're just doing 
doing their thing, you know, fun little offense. It kind of looks like you playing, playing NCAA. Yeah. You know, a lot of options and stuff. Uh, but for me, I'm going to be on the Chargers money line here, minus 165 for one unit. Uh, I just, I think it's time that the Chargers get a dub. It's been a while and uh, they're coming off a bye week, right? So aren't they, are they coming off a bye week? Um, yes, no. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. give me Fields out of the bye week. Maybe his ribs are, are healing up a little bit, but I'm going to take one flat unit on the uh, on the superchargers here. Next okay. up, we've got the Geno Smith-led Seattle Seahawks and uh, Coach Pete Carroll taking them down to Arizona, or should I say Coach of the Year Pete Carroll uh, taking on the, the Cardinals. Uh, it's a two-point yeah, man. spread. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the total is 49 and a half. Uh, the Seahawks are plus 110 on the money line, or you can have the Cardinals minus 125. Which way are you taking this thing? Uh, I mean, yeah, man. I, uh, I, you know, I, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but talk about coach of the year, right? I mean, geez, Louise. Uh, he looked he, – what he's doing with the Seahawks team is is fantastic. Um, with that being said – I think the Cardinals are going to murder them this week. Yeah. I think that this fun. is going to be fucking ass beating. Um, I was worried about Kyler last week because Call of Duty came out and we all know how that happens. But it looks like he found a really, really, really nice uh, piece in the slot in, uh, in Moore. And I think the combination of him and DeAndre Hopkins is plenty to kind of throw that pesky Seattle team away. Um two I think is 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 kind of saying that. The 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 you know it being under three is kind of saying that that listen we you know Vegas believes the Arizona Cardinals are are a better team than Seattle Seahawks. Even though you know their schedule or their uh mm-hmm. their records are flipped here. Um so I'm actually on two units on the uh money line for the Arizona Cardinals. All right. That is minus 125. That'll be a nice little pickup for you should it come through. I'm on one unit on the Cardinals money line. Um, I like this team now that D-Hop is back. Um, but, boy, I, it, it, I feel like we should talk about the Seahawks. Like, like you said, I mean, Pete Carroll has done an amazing job uh, putting making all these pieces fit. I think they were 50-1 to 1 pre-flop to win the division. And, you know, here they are. They're, they're dicing it up. Um Kenny Walker has been just an awesome, awesome rookie, um, you know, for rookie of the year. I mean, that that had monstrous odds in the beginning of the, the season as well. So a lot of things to like with the Seahawks team. Geno Smith, that's a good comeback story, um, but it just won't be enough on Sunday. So give me the Cardinals, one unit, minus 125 on the money line. Next up, we've got the L.A. Rams, three-point dogs heading to Tampa Bay and, uh, you know, Tom Brady fresh off a divorce. The total is 42 and a half. You can have the Rams at plus 130, or you can lay it with the Bucks minus 143. What are you doing here? Yeah, you got single Tom for the first time in a in a long time, you know? Sure. Um, unfortunately, I don't know if it is going to help him. I mean, this is two teams who have, I mean, talk about underperforming. You know what I mean? These are two teams that we had as almost shoe ins to win their perspective. Uh, you know, divisions. Mm-hmm. I I just I don't know. I don't I don't know if either thing that these teams are doing is something that I like. 
the Rams seem to not be able to run the football. I, I don't. I, I don't know if it's. Uh, I'm, I'm excited, really excited to see Kyron Williams come back because I think he might be able to take over that job. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't like Cam Akers. I don't like Daryl Henderson Jr. I don't. I don't like anybody they got out there. No, no. I, I'm. I'm saying that semi sarcastically. Did you see who? Um, who just made it on on getting the tub? Jeff Janis in our fantasy football league. Is it the same person that King Kyle said in fantasy to grab him? In the last round of the draft, the waiver he's was going undrafted. Yeah, the the the, the waiver uh, claim is mine. I've got Kyron Williams on the bench, and I'm ready for him to take that job. I'm I'm in agreement. There you go. So, um, I I I, th- I think I actually like the Rams here. Um, the Bucks just don't. I know that they had a decent game last week against Baltimore, but. They lost to Pittsburgh. They lost to Carolina. They beat Atlanta, but I mean, this—they kind of play up with people. But you know, whatever level the team's on, so I think that the fact that the Rams aren't n- nearly as good as what they were last year and they're still kind of figuring some things out, I don't think that's going to matter as much. So I'm, I'm actually—I really like the Rams here um, on the money line here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to throw a unit and a half on the Rams money line. I, I mean, it's almost like we, we shared notes, but I assure you we did not. Um, I'm on the Rams money line as well, just for one single unit. Kind of like Tom is now. He has one single unit. Ooh. Yeah, see what I did there? But, uh, yeah, I, I, I man, if I would have known he was going through a divorce in the beginning of the year, I would have put everything I had, you know, on their, like, unders. And here it is. I mean, now now we know why Tom was struggling incorporate that with you know old father time who's undefeated might actually be catching up with him this team just doesn't look very good and you know their their anchor was the defense or or so we thought and they haven't looked great either so you know maybe the rams start to look like the rams i don't know um but they still have more weapons and i like the rams here to get it done so give me the the rams on the road at plus 130 next up we've got the titans heading into uh, Chiefs territory, 12 and a half point dogs. The total is 46 and a half. You can have the Titans on the money line plus 480, or you can lay $5.50 with the Chiefs. What are you doing? And I have a pretty strong play on this one. Yeah. Um, so I'm going very, very simple. Um, this is, this is another Browns bet for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you at the beginning of the year, uh, when we were kind of doing the breakdowns of of each division and stuff, to not give up on the Tennessee Titans. This team was the one seed last year. This team beats teams by running the football. And guess what? They've remembered how to do that. They remembered how to give, you know, old King Henry the football and let him run for 200 fucking yards. Um, I really, really, really like the Texans this week. Um, I'm going to throw a unit on the 12 and a half point spread. I, I want, I want the, you know, a full unit on that. And I'm going to throw a half unit here as well on the Titans money line. Um, I, I think that this is a game that they can win. Absolutely. And I think 12 and a half is way too much. They've been playing really good defense. I know the chiefs have been playing really well, but the chiefs have been giving up some points and, 
if there's one thing that the Chiefs have difficulty doing, and I know it's Andy Reid off of a bye, it's not something you really want to bet against, but if the if there's one thing that the Chiefs have difficulty doing, it's stopping the run and then kind of figuring out how to keep Mahomes going when teams can kind of run the clock and, and really chew up some clock. So, I mean, I know the Chiefs have been, you know, other than the Buffalo game, they've been really good since, you know, Mahomes flipped out and, you know, they're coming off a bye and, you know, Andy Reid off a bye is fantastic. But the Titans are are just kind of just winning these games. They're keeping everything low scoring. They're keeping the time possession. I think that's the perfect way to beat the, the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't think that even Andy Reid coming off of a bye here is going to be enough because I don't think that they have the pieces defensively to stop Derrick Henry in the run game. So that's where I'm at. Um, I'm excited to see where you're at. I'm also on the Titans. Okay. Yeah. I I think, um, yeah, I mean, we've got the Andy Reid off the bye stuff. Sure. Um, You know, that's normally good to eliminate distractions and to, to focus on the ultimate goal. But let's also not forget, and I'm like this psychological guy. I always like to think about some outside factors. But Andy Reid's son just got uh, sentenced for, you know, his drunk driving incident. So, you know, that's probably playing playing an old Andy, old dad Andy Reid's head, don't you think? I mean, that, that's that's got to register somewhere. Also, you know, this Titans offense with, with Derrick Henry toting the ball 20 to 25 times, keeping Patrick Mahomes on the sideline is very frustrating. It is – you know, Patty Mahomes is a, a rhythm guy. I mean, he operates best when there is true game flow. The Titans muck that up. I mean, they can grind you into a pulp, go on nine-minute drives, just frustrate the hell out of you, and there's nothing you can do about it except watch. So I think the Titans do enough of that. And I'm going to be rooting for your money line bet as well, uh, but 12-and-a-half is just far too many. I watch. Two possessions, I'll take it. Give me the Titans for a unit and a half, plus 12 and a half. Next up, my new favorite team in the NFL, the Baltimore Ravens, are going on the road to New Orleans as two and a half point favorites. The total is 48. You can have the Ravens on the money line, minus 135, or you can have the Saints plus 130. How are you playing this one? Um, I, I can't wait to throw two units on Baltimore minus two and a half. Um, awesome. I, I, I don't believe in the saints at all. Uh, I think last week was a fluke. Uh, they kind of were able to figure some stuff out and they played well. They played way above what they, what, what they're worth. They played way up, well above their skill level and they just kind of, I mean, realistically they got the Derek Carr a lot. And that's what hurt them. Baltimore's not going to have that happen. And if they do, they got to try and still tackle Lamar Jackson. I think that this is a fantastic game for Lamar Jackson rushing overs. I think this is a fantastic game for um, for whoever's going to be toting the rock overs. I mean, I know J.K. Dobbs isn't back, and I know that they can't wait for him to come back. But – I mean, I, I'm all over the Lamar overs here for rushing. I'm all over for the team rushing everything because I think that they're going to murder this New Orleans Saints team. And that's 
good on two reasons. One, because it's going to win my my minus two and a half bet here, but also, uh, as an Eagles fan, I I hold a shared interest in the in the New Orleans Saints losing, and that is that we have their first round pick. Mm. So last week uh, kind of stung in two separate scenarios because we were on the Raiders, and it it hurt the the Eagles first round pick for the saints. So this one, I think it, uh, you know, the Ravens kind of take it right back. So, uh, that's where I'm at this week. I am with you. Even so far as the two unit play, I'm taking the money line here, the minus minus one thirty five uh, for two units and also full disclosure, Kyle, I bet, uh, earlier yesterday, I took the Ravens season win total over 10 and a half minus one fifty five at DraftKings to win a unit and a half. And then I also played it over 11 wins minus 110 at bet 365 to win another unit and a half. And that goes along with my, uh, you know, Ravens Super Bowl bet that I have with the Bills. So I really need the AFC to win. And then Lamar MVP ticket that I've had since the beginning of the year. But I really like those win totals. Um, and I think they get me one more here on the money line against the Saints. I, I also don't believe in this team whether it's Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill. I don't care who's taking snaps. They, you know, punched out of their weight class last week and really stunned the the Raiders. Um, but I don't – like you said, you know, they got a lot of pressure on Derek Carr, but if you get pressure on Lamar Jackson, you also have to tackle the guy. And he's like the greased-up depth guy from Family Guy. It's it's just <laughs> not somebody you can bring down very easily. And um, I, I'm with you. I like the, I like the Lamar – rushing over i like the the yards over i like any time touchdown with him especially in prime time because this guy is trying to get paid and he balls out in prime time so yes yeah give me the ravens two units minus 135 that feels so fucking easy it's it's incredible so yeah yeah i i I really like it you know what i mean um you know new orleans Last last week, I don't know if you actually got to watch any of the game, but I actually watched a pretty decent amount. And man, everything went their way. It, it didn't matter if somebody was running the football. It didn't matter if Taysom Hill was in there. It didn't matter if you know Andy Dalton was throwing the ball here. It, I don't think it would have mattered if if Ian Book was in there throwing times. They well, could do Philly. no wrong. Yep, I'm just saying because he's he was the lowest of the low on their on their you know practice squad, but it it, it doesn't matter who's who's in there. You know what I mean? It, they just could do no wrong last week, and in my experience, teams that have weeks like that really really fall down the next week, and uh, it's really difficult to go then to a Monday night game. You know, I know you're at home, but it go into a Monday night game against the Ravens who are just firing, especially offensively. And they've been doing really, really well with Mark Andrews being a little hobbled. So you give him an extra day to kind of relax himself, to figure himself out. And I think that this could be a killer game for Baltimore. Awesome. Well, that, that wraps up the entire NFL card. Um, man. That's the this is the last show we're gonna be doing with you as a single man. How does it feel? Um anybody out there who is married knows what I'm going through. Um I just want it to be over. I'm ready for it to be done. I'm excited, I'm ready to do it. It's fine. 
but man, there's so much stress involved with doing wedding stuff, man. It's, it's just, it's, it's wild. Um, not to mention that, you know, the stress is extrapolated by listening to, to Jeffrey and Maxwell talking in the damn book club. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Those guys are, those guys are haters no matter what you say, aren't they? Yeah. Speaking of that, the book club, you want to tell them about it? Let's talk about it, Kyle. We're at, we had a, a nice run in the NFL. I, uh, I'm also having a nice, a nice year in college football. Do you, do you play any of these, uh, these college football games that I put out there? You know what? You, you know, you know me. Usually I'm on every play that you, that you throw out there. For sure. But this year's been a little bit different because of the wedding and everything like that. You know what I mean? I've kind of stayed back in, in actually betting a lot of things. Um, even a lot of my picks, I haven't been betting just because, you know, I, I, I'm, I get so much going on with the wedding that, For sure. you know, all my money is kind of tied into that right now. So I'm excited to get through, get some wedding money back. Yeah, and then good. all well, of a sudden I got a little, little juice in my, in my, in my areas, you know? Yeah. Well, listen, you could have paid for the damn wedding if you would have just followed my, <laughs> my college football picks. Uh, we are 144 wins. 104 losses, but we're hitting it at 58.1% clip, and we're up 21.04 units in the book club, and that is exclusive to the book club. doesn't get posted anywhere else. Um, you know, we're up nearly 80 units in NASCAR, and listen, if you think that betting NASCAR is stupid, well, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, we've got a 200-to-1 ticket alive on Sunday for Ross Chastain to win the championship, to to win this 200-to-1 bet, Kyle, do you know how many cars he has to beat on Sunday? You would 11. think like all of them, right? At 200-to-1, yeah. you would think like he has to beat three other cars, just three, and we cashed a 200-to-1 ticket together. That's pretty fun. That's Yeah, it's incredible, really. Yeah, so we're, we, we've got that on Sunday. But the book club, man, um, unfortunately, the price just went up went up to 35 bucks and that has to do with we've got some very very exciting news coming in December uh, that we'll be dropping and also just all the sports all the handicappers that we have in there I do college football Kyle and I both do NFL we've got the Speedway Steve stuff too um, that is first posted to the book club you've got Arch with his NBA picks and ever since he made a deal with the devil I think he's hitting nearly 72% or something like that, which is pretty cool. But uh, every every sport is profitable in the book club. It's all tracked. It's all legit. It's 35 bucks a month. If you're not sold, check it out. There's a three-day free trial. You can find it at thedgens.net. Kyle, take us away. Well, everybody, I just want to, uh, I want to say thank you for listening to us. And, you know, as... As a single man sign off, I'd like to say adios muchachos. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.